0: All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you're here live or if you're watching on the replay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome. Hopefully by now you have uh, subscribed to the YouTube channel. If not, please do so, because all of our shows, uh, the replays are there. The lives are also there. So you won't miss anything if you subscribe to the YouTube channel and then you can watch at your leisure. And of course, please do comment and give us feedback on those videos. And it is my deepest wish, desire, and intention to bring to you wonderful speakers, teachers, healers um, who are sharing their gifts, their experiences, their processes, their techniques, their wisdom so that we can all thrive, so that we can all live in abundance and joy, and so that we can all truly have the happiness that we all deserve, right? This series is called Awaken to Happiness Now. And so I, my deepest desire is that you awaken to the happiness within you, right? And then express that in the world, in your life. Um, and so today we are going to be um, talking with my dear friend, Matthew John. But before that, I just, as a reminder for those of you who are in the Inner Circle, inner circle community, free, free or VIP, the um, community call is going to be on Wednesday, Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So if you are a free or VIP inner circle member, you will be receiving an email on Wednesday morning with the Zoom info. So please stay tuned for that. If you are not, um, please do join, sign up. It, the info is available on all the emails. And if you um, you know, don't have it, please just message me, let me know, and I will send you the link so that you can sign up and um let's see so yeah so that that was that was key i want to just quickly share that for those of you who are not here live because you're celebrating fourth of july well <laughs> happy celebrating and of course you can always watch this um on replay right so we are going to get started in just a minute and um let me just check one quick little thing here. I'm hearing a little sound. So just going to mute somebody here. Not a problem. All right. So today we are going to be joined by my guest, uh, Matthew John. He's been with us many times. I love having him on the show. He brings so much wisdom. Um, so much wisdom. I, I can't even tell you. He's, and he's very intuitive. He's very gifted. He is an internationally recognized spiritual teacher's spiritual mentor, intuitive, psychic, medium, intuitive astrologer, uh, starseed guide, energy healer, medical intuitive, and spiritual life coach, working with angels, archangels, and ascended masters. He is a gifted intuitive wisdom channeler and transmitter of healing frequencies. Matthew has been on a 14-plus year awakening journey, and his powerful and effective teachings and healings are a product of many intense awakening experiences deeply human ordeals, and tens of thousands of hours of study. He receives clear guidance from his guides, which he shares with his followers and clients from around the world. He specializes in helping others to heal their childhood and past life traumas, reading people's life plans from a soul perspective, as well as serving as a mentor for starseeds and those who are looking to accelerate their spiritual development. As a Syrian and Andromedan starseed, Matthew is intimately familiar with the mission of star seeds on this earth at this time. He guides clients and followers to connect with their star seeded essence and to align with their specific star seeded life work. Matthew is a spiritual leader for this golden age. He has an innate ability to see the big picture, and this is why he is so effective in assisting his clients and followers to heal, transform, and accelerate their awakening. As most of you know, Matthew resides in Western New York in the US with his Ascension dog, Sebastian. <laughs> we are gonna be talking a little bit about a retreat that he's gonna be holding this summer as well. I think summer or early fall, for those of you who may be interested. And today we are going to be talking about, specifically, specifically we're gonna be talking about what? We are gonna be talking about the secrets to abundance, success, and happiness with the real law of attraction. And so that is gonna be very exciting. We are gonna be taking live caller questions. We're gonna be doing some processes and or readings as well. And so some of what we're going to discuss today is what most teachers get wrong about the law of attraction and why this holds people back, the single most important factor in whether what you want actually manifests in your life or not, Um, a step-by-step process to engaging with the forces of the universe to help bring you what you want, what to do when you feel blocked, frustrated, or stuck, why manifestation is easier than ever to learn, and much more. And Matthew is going to lead our group in a powerful meditation. To get into vibrational alignment and he's going to be doing live readings so <laughs> be sure to raise your hand if you would like a, uh, a reading with matthew or to ask your question um i like it better myself when people raise their hand rather than in the chat but if you cannot raise your hand please write your question in the chat and we'll see what we can do to answer your question okay so I think Matthew's here. So please join me in welcoming Matthew to the show. Matthew, welcome. So glad you're here.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> How are you doing?
1: Great, great. How are I'm you?
0: I'm good. I was just mentioning to everyone really quickly that um, we are going to be talking about uh, a retreat that you're holding in the summer or early fall. So we're going well, to
1: actually in a couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> <Coming> <laughs> right summer. up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we'll talk about that later yeah. during the call. During Absolutely. The show. Um, we re- are going to be taking live caller questions, you mm-hmm. know, doing mini, mini readings, right? Yep. So yep. Like people yep. can raise their hand or they can type their question in the chat. I always like yep. it better when people raise their hand because of that engagement and, you know, asking mm-hmm. back and forth questions, mm-hmm. but, if, you know, we'll try and do our best. Mm-hmm. So today <clears throat> we're talking about, you know, the real law of attraction. So yeah. I, I want to just jump into it because you always have, so much that you want to share or that comes yeah. through you when you are sharing. So um where do you want to start? I feel like we haven't talked in a while, but I mean, we just did a show a couple of weeks well, ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did we?
0: I don't know anymore. It's like <laughs> time is flying so fast. And so can we talk a little bit about that really quickly before we get started onto the topic? Like time is going so fast. It is not stopping. It is like, I don't even know. It's July, right? But for me, it feels like the past six, seven months have like flown by. Yeah.
1: Well, what I would what I would say on that is, you know, I feel like that as well. I think everyone feels like that. And um, what are we rushing? Why? Where are we rushing to? Why are we in such a rush? Is my um my answer to that? It's uh the. The rushing is an illusion. The idea that we are not where we need to be, that we haven't done things quickly enough, that we're behind schedule, it's an illusion. And it's made worse nowadays with social media, mm-hmm. where we're constantly comparing ourselves to others in the outside world, and we're always feeling like we're behind, and it's its an illusion. So yes, time is always flying by but it's the ego that feels the need to feel like we're behind schedule and we're really not
0: so so you know with that being said just give yourself a break and just breathe and just be present
1: yeah exactly i mean uh you know as an astrologer i've found that the deeper I've gotten into astrology over the past couple of years, and now it's like a literal obsession of mine. It's a huge part of my work. Uh, those of you that end up um, signing up for one of the packages, my Ascending is One program, you'll get to experience you know, the depth of astrology knowledge that I give you on every call. And the deeper I've gone into astrology, the more it has made me Uh, stop kind of feeling like time is moving too quickly. Uh, I don't really feel like that as much anymore because I have such an appreciation now for every season. Right now we're in cancer season. Cancer season is super emotional, right? Today is the Capricorn full moon. So perfect energy for today's topic, discussing finances and money. And so to me, you know, I look at it like, okay, we're in cancer season. Next is going to be, you know, Virgo or Leo season. Then we'll have Virgo season and then we'll have Libra season. And I look at it, you know, in terms of astrology and I see the magic in every season. Um, And I think that's one of the the great things about getting deeper into astrology is you have an appreciation and that's, you know, astrologers never take a break. I put out this new and full moon podcast. I just put one out uh, this morning and, uh, cause the full moon was this morning, you know, uh, you know, you never take a break because these the planets never stop moving. Right. So it just, it helps you to really get in line, get in alignment with, uh, with what the energies are at any given moment. And it's pretty cool.
0: I just want to say really quickly today is like Matthew said, it is a full moon. Um, it's also, you know, uh, Guru Purnima, which is, um, the the full moon where you honor your teachers so mm, okay guru, cool. but the guru just means teacher so whoever your teachers are honoring them thanking them for their their presence in your life um, so it's a very special day for for me as well so <laughs> I, I I really like this full moon. how, how so, do you say the day guru Puranima.
1: guru Puranima. yeah mm-hmm. so is it is it always the first full moon of the summer
0: yeah it's, it's always around this time. So yeah.
1: <laughs> So it must be. Yeah, it must be the first full moon of, of the summer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a special day. So please do just, uh, how, you know, how, say, how, say thank you within internally to your teachers, whoever they happen to be for you.
1: Okay. How do people celebrate in India?
0: well i know that my guru had a big um event at his place uh yesterday so or t- you know, yeah if you could, they're ahead 10 hours so today they had a big huge event at their place so people are going to go see him visit him um give him gifts etc um cool. but it's just about saying thank you and acknowledging the teachers in your life
1: i love that that's great
0: yeah yeah so well, thank you thing.
1: for enlightening me on that i had no idea
0: you're welcome um All right. So I can't, but yes,
1: it's the Capricorn full moon. So, you know, it's about, and it's a super moon. So it's one of the strongest full moons of the year. A lot of people might be feeling it. You may have had disruptions in your sleep patterns. You may be feeling anxious or irritable or tired or thirsty. And there were also, uh, there was a huge X-class solar flare last night, but in general, the Capricorn full moon is, it's about balancing the practical side of life, the practical and the logical, which is what Capricorn is. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. And that includes finances, which is why it's so important that we're having today's discussion on today's full moon, learning how to step into our uh, the abundance that is available to us, You know, maximizing our potential as far as finances and abundance goes if we want to in this life, because we certainly have free will to do that. Uh Right. But the Capricorn full moon is about that practical side of things and it's about business and it's about manifestation and it's balancing that out with the sun and cancer, which is about the emotional element of life. Cancer is the uh, is a water sign. It's the cardinal water sign. It's about the divine feminine. It's about the motherhood nurturing aspect. So it's not just for women. It's not just for mothers. It's for everyone. During cancer season, we feel super emotional. We feel super raw. We can take things personally when we don't need to. Others can take things personally. We can feel shelled up and introverted. And it's especially augmented because Mercury is conjunct uh, the sun and cancer. Uh, so cancer season you know, is about honoring and nurturing the self. Self-care is so crucial during cancer season.
0: So it makes total sense that when um, we came into cancer season, I suddenly booked a flight to come home.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Cancer is the ruler of the fourth house, which is the house of home. And during cancer season, we feel a guidance often to either travel home, whether that's to our place of birth or whatever home is for us, or it's to connect with family members, you know, over the phone or, or visit with them. Um, Yeah. And and it's also ideally because we're all spiritual seekers here. It's about coming home to the self and being nurturing for the self because the tendency during cancer season can be to be overly self-critical. It can be to try to escape the self um, because we're naturally more emotional. It's like, that we had that solar uh, uh, not, um, eclipse, uh, what I mean, we had the uh, solstice is the word uh-huh. um, a couple weeks ago. And the the day before the solstice, you know, we're, we're still in that Gemini season energy and everyone is just super happy and social and fun and, and non-serious and, and everything is very light. As soon as that solstice hits, we shift into cancer season and boom, it, the energy changes completely. And all of a sudden, people are kind of shelled up and very emotional. So it's natural. It's natural. And it's really important that we come home, not only like, you know, you said, like literally oftentimes, but coming home to ourselves. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And for me, you know, that's a big part of it, right? So coming home to yourself, doing your own spiritual reflections, spiritual practices, you know, sometimes even um, re-motivating yourself, re-energizing yourself to, to do maybe a new practice that uh, you know you haven't done before, but just to again come back yep. to who you are, yeah.
1: And those practices are actually um, of the realm of Capricorn. And I on my uh, Capricorn Full Moon podcast that I put out this morning, I was talking at length about that, about how Capricorn, you know, has to do with things like rituals, like daily rituals, meditation, uh, exercise, etc. Capricorn has to do with the physical body. And, you know, how do we take care of the, the physical body as an earth element? And so, yes, any anything that's healthy for us, whether it's a healthy diet or a meditation practice or walking or uh, whatever it is, if we can re-implement that, you know, a lot of times, you know, there might have been a period in our lives, maybe we were less busy with work or whatever, or we we're in a different situation. And we had a nice ritual going, of uh, you know, waking up and meditating and going for a walk and you know, making a healthy breakfast and whatever it was. Like now is a great time to reacquaint ourselves with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's a little bit about what's going on with the planets, etc. I was, I'm always so curious because Matthew always gives so much wonderful information, and I, I just, you know, can relate and understand. He he gives it to in, in such terms that is relatable and understandable. It's like, yes. <laughs> so now let's talk about why we're truly here today. We're going to be talking about the real law of attraction with Matthew. Um, and especially about the, you know, the, how to create more of the abundant success and happiness in our lives. Right. And mm-hmm. so let's talk a little bit about the law of attraction. I mean, it's been a, it's, it's a big field in our industry.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so, but it doesn't work for everybody.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's why I'm here because <laughs> I want to try to uh, clarify it and I want to try to practicalize it. Um, because I, I often see the way that it's being taught isn't all that practical. So um, that's a great segue. <laughs> uh, I want to start out by you know talking about what I think a lot of, and I'm not saying everyone, but a lot of teachers out there and a lot of resources get wrong about the law of attraction, which is it's oversimplified, essentially. The idea that your thoughts create your reality, it's not quite... That's simple. Your thoughts are the lowest of importance, the lowest of um of weight on the totem pole of what actually ends up creating your reality. So if we look at it like um like an inverted pyramid, you know, the the thoughts would be at the very bottom. What is a thousand times more powerful than thoughts are your words what is many, you know, many times more powerful than your words, we could say it's your story. It is the way that you describe your life. It's the way that if you are the narrator of your life, and most of us have a narrator in our head. Fascinatingly enough, not every person has a voice in their head narrating their life. There is a very small subset of the populations, quite a psychological uh, phenomenon of people that do not hear a narrating voice in their head. And if there's anyone here that happens to be in that very small minority, I would be fascinated to hear from you and probably talk to you. I'd love to just kind of interview you about what that's like, because uh, I find that so fascinating. But myself, Alara, do you have a voice in your head? I think so. You think so? <laughs>
0: I, I, I don't know what that means. What do you mean that, you know, that some people don't have that? In, in, some in
1: people do not hear themselves talking in their head.
0: Oh, I definitely hear myself talking.
1: Right. I exactly. Talk yeah. Almost everyone does, like 24-7. And why do we do meditation to quiet that voice, yeah. right? The idea of meditation is to allow the thoughts to pass by us, Right whether you see them as a train going by or cars going by the highway or a boat on a river or clouds going through, right? That's basic meditation is to not identify with thoughts to allow the thoughts to pass through you, right? But those thoughts are in a voice, right? And that's how we know that we are not our mind. That's how we know that we are not our thoughts. If we can observe our thoughts, right? If we can observe our thoughts and logically speaking, we can't be, we can't be them, we are the observer, we're the consciousness, the awareness, observing the thoughts, right And that's that's the basics of meditation. But yeah, fascinatingly enough, there are a very small minority of people out there that do not hear any thoughts in their head. And it's the weirdest thing, right? But besides that, you know the, there's always for most people this narration going on in your head and that carries weight, but not even close to as much weight as the way you're describing it out loud. So even if there's all these this negativity constantly running through your head, if you're able to modulate that and make it into, the, when you're actually speaking out loud, speaking especially to others, uh, if you're able to describe your life in a high vibrational way, that is a step forward in the law of attraction. Now, what's even more powerful than the way that you describe your life We could say these are your beliefs, right? What do you believe consciously about your life? What do you believe consciously about what you deserve? And it's easy to to start an affirmation routine and say, oh, I deserve this. I deserve this. I deserve this. Do you believe it? And usually at first you, you don't, which is why if you just do affirmations, for example, for a day, or a week, oftentimes they don't work. Or if you do affirmations, but you don't say them with emotion, they don't often work. A great way to uh, make affirmations much more effective is to do them in the mirror. Because when you're doing them in the mirror, it's as if you are actually facing up to yourself and you can't avoid yourself and you are telling yourself directly in your own eyes, I am worthy, I am worthy of this, I deserve this this is natural to me, this is my life, right? So your conscious beliefs are way more powerful than your words, your story, your thoughts. What's more powerful than your conscious beliefs? Your subconscious beliefs, right? And ultimately, what is really creating our experience of life is our subconscious mind. And fascinatingly enough, our subconscious mind is pretty much completely set in the stone by the time we reach the age of 7 which is kind of terrifying to think about that you had no control really over the way that your subconscious was created because you were so young and this is why parent you know our roles when we become parents of other humans is so crucial because you have a a, a human being and their brain is this pliable putty essentially Until they reach the age of seven. And everything you say to them will go into that subconscious mind. And everything they hear on television, on their iPhones, if they have them, and I don't believe young children should have smartphones, but whatever they're experiencing through the media, that's gonna go right into their subconscious mind. And so we have no control over that. And then what happens is we end up just living off of that subconscious mind that's set in the stone when we're very young, when our brain is in what's called theta state. And we end up living that as our life indefinitely. That it becomes our whole life unless we go on a conscious self-improvement journey, unless we go on a journey of you know rewriting our subconscious mind, which is absolutely a thousand percent possible. It's just that most people don't actually ever get there. Most people just kind of live their life with what they were given between you know the ages of zero and seven when their brain was in that state. So it's uh, it's it's just fascinating to to really get to the core of why things truly happen in our, in our lives and why often people struggle with the law of attraction. It's because they may be um, shifting things on the surface. They may be shifting their words, they may be shifting their story, they may even be getting to the level of shifting their conscious beliefs, but they may have not dug deep enough and gotten into that subconscious mind. And we'll talk about some practical ways that we can actually get into that subconscious mind and actually shift things. You know, one of the most fascinating um, phenomena, phenomena I think about, uh, you know, that, that relates to this whole topic of law of attraction is lottery winners uh there it's a fascinating thing where a very large percentage of lottery winners not just in the states or canada but all over the world end up going broke uh shortly after they win the lottery and it's so fascinating and you know looking at it from the perspective of the law of attraction we might say well maybe someone either had that in their life plan to win the lottery or maybe someone you know, there are stories I've read of people actually using the book, The Secret, to manifest a lottery winning, but yet they still went broke shortly after. And we could say that, well, maybe they were able to hack into reality, so to speak, and manifest something like a lottery winning, but they were never able able to actually shift the subconscious beliefs that were underneath that said i am worthy you know of keeping wealth so they found a way to blow through all of it and end up declaring bankruptcy right it's it's fascinating so just because you're able to create something in the short term and let me know in the chat if um you're uh if if you know someone or or if you've ever had an experience of creating something good in your life maybe through the law of attraction maybe through manifestation or or magical practices but then it quickly dissolved because maybe the beliefs that were deep down couldn't really sustain you being able to you being you feeling worthy on whatever level of having that and it's not just about worthiness because one thing we don't think about when it comes to finance is that for those of us you know think about someone that is uh, that grew up in a wealthy family Right. I did not. And um, I don't know about your background or right. You didn't either. And but someone that did grow up in a wealthy family, they're used to wealth and they're used to from a young age, both the benefits and the responsibilities that come along with wealth. Anything that you own owns you. If you own a house, you have to you know have a mortgage or you have to uh, keep up with it and you have to pay property taxes, et cetera. If you own a boat, you have to have licenses, you have to keep up with it, you have to pay to have it, uh, you know, a a slip or dry docked or whatever, right, maintenance. Uh, If you own a car, you have to have a license, you have to pay for upkeep of the car, right? And there's people that, you know, are very wealthy that are very accustomed to the responsibilities that come along with having a, a lot of money and having a lot of material goods. And they, you know, it's just natural for them. And they're they're in taxes, you know. A lot of people, uh, whether they realize it or not, avoid um, making more money on a subconscious level because they don't want to deal with the tax ramifications. They don't want to deal with taxes. A lot of people hate taxes, right? Um, and it's understandable why. But people that are very wealthy are very used to dealing with taxes, having accounts, etc. You know, if you were if 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 someone if the universe were to give you one two five ten twenty million dollars right now that may sound great okay maybe you want you'll go buy a house maybe you go on a vacation et cetera what are you gonna do with the rest of the money first of all you got to pay a ton of taxes on that are you prepared to do that and are you prepared to save the money or invest it or do something with it and a lot of people that's kind of scary it's a scary even if I'm thinking about it now it's kind of a scary prospect I believe I can handle it but it is kind of a scary prospect to think, what would I actually do with all that money? That can be another block. Another block can uh, you know, come from past life stuff, where in past lives, for example, uh, maybe you did accumulate a lot of wealth and things did not go well. I've had several clients that uh, during my soul plan readings or during a past life regression, we discovered, for example, that in another lifetime, they accumulated a lot of wealth but they were miserable and everyone hated them and they took advantage of people and they resented themselves at the end of their lives for taking advantage of people for being greedy and they died of a heart attack. And if that happened to you in a past life, for example, there may be this real resistance within and that that's in your unconscious mind, which we could say even is you know more powerful than the subconscious mind, right? But it's going to then seep up to the subconscious and seep up to the conscious. And you're going to do what you can to make sure you don't put yourself in the position of potentially accumulating wealth. Another example is, uh, this the safety and this, this will be blocks in the root chakra. So, uh, let's say in and, an, and I've seen this so many times in my soul plan readings and in past life regressions. Let's say in another lifetime, you accumulated a lot of wealth or your family had a lot of wealth and it was stolen from you. Maybe even violently stolen. Maybe you you were violently robbed in some medieval times. You know, before you know there was much of a police force, and all your money was stolen from you, right? And uh, so there may be this fear of you know, and it, it's deep, deep within. This stuff is only really discoverable if we do some deep self reflection, meditation work, or you do something like a past life regression session, which I do for people. And you might discover, oh, my God, look at that. That happened in another lifetime. No wonder I've always been a, had this subtle fear or turned, a, turned away from or self-sabotaged, whether I realized I was doing it or not, opportunities for greater wealth. So the, I think that most law of attraction teachers oversimplify things. And the, the fact is, it's not always as simple as just think positive thoughts, think about a boat, and, and the boat will manifest. There are certainly cases where that happens, but it's more the exception than the rule. And more of the rule is what I want you to do is I want you to look within. I want you to become very self-reflective and very self-aware. I want you to become more self-aware today than you, you have been before. I want you to understand what is deep within you, what is in your past lives that is relevant, why Are you struggling with whatever block it is that is keeping you from having the financial situation that you want? Most of us carry debt and debt is something that for on a subconscious and an unconscious level for most of us is very comfortable because we have had many repeat repetitive lifetimes of being in debt for our entire lives. And many of us have had lifetimes in situations of servitude and or slavery where essentially that was the vibration that was the essence of the life was in that servitude so it's very natural frequency wise to uh remain in debt and families just passing that down through time because uh we're used to being indebted constantly to those in power which is the bank the banking system essentially right um and again so to if we want to break free from that debt cycle and that's a wonderful thing to do. It takes a lot of pushing back against what we're used to, not just in our current lives, but what we're used to, what our family, our ancestors are used to. You know, I I'm descended from immigrants from uh, from Eastern Europe, and when they came through Ellis Island to Brooklyn, they had nothing, right, and they worked their asses off to to make enough to, you know, have an apartment in a tenement building and to raise their children, but they were very paranoid of of the government and they were very paranoid of other people stealing their money because there was a lot of poverty. You know, these were the immigrants that came through Ellis Island. So, you know, I look back being self-aware as I am through my ancestral lineage and I can see that. I can see that fear about, you know, being stolen from or that fear About uh, losing, you know, the money or, or or being taken away, right? And I can see also, you know, they were very my grandparents, great grandparents. They were very stingy because they were immigrants that came through Ellis Island, and they had to be right. So I and I, I see that, you know, in 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 the way my father was, and so I have to, you know, look within and be very self aware and make sure that I'm not carrying forth those same tendencies when it comes to finances. To make sure that i'm taking more financial risks potentially to make sure that i'm having a an attitude of abundance rather than an attitude of of fear around money and so far i've done very well with it but my journey with it continues and that's why i love teaching it because as i teach it it reminds myself as well
0: yeah absolutely i love that and that's the thing sometimes we may not realize what has been affecting us, right? So sometimes those past life regressions or those personal sessions with people can help to bring up those stories that you might not be consciously aware of. Exactly.
1: And I want people to ask me as you know, as we get to live readings today, ask me what those blocks are for you and other lifetimes. Ask me, you know, what what happened in your ancestral lineage that you may not know about. And you know, when you sign up for my Ascending as One program through the special offers that we're doing, and you know, these are 70 to 70. off by normal prices, uh, you can ask me those questions as well when we meet privately.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of information here. So please also, um, when we are talking to, like, you know, during this conversation and as well, as well, when we're doing the readings, pay attention to the information. If it resonates with you, see if it resonates with you and take what works, right? So one of the questions I wanted to ask you, Matthew, is like, so what is the single most important factor in whether what you want actually manifests in our lives? So <laughs> I, I know you mentioned about yeah. us believing in it, right? Having right. a belief uh, of being worthy or of receiving. And one of the right. things you mentioned really quickly, I wanted to clarify um was, you know, a lot of times people do affirmations such as I am worthy of receiving. I am receiving this money is coming to me, but, but. You know, the reason why, one of the reasons why most people cannot keep the money is because they're not saying that I am keeping money. I'm good at keeping money, you know. Exactly. We have to money. be
1: very precise. We have to be very, very precise with our language when it comes to uh, this law of attraction stuff. So if you think about what, you know, I am receiving, that doesn't really um, imply that it's uh, you're, you're receiving it now. I, I To me, it implies more like I'm in the process of receiving or will in the future, et cetera. Um, And what happens is we can get stuck in a cycle of doing the law of attraction work only for it to end up being frustrating and not working because we're not seeing the results. And uh, and it it builds this negative feedback loop where then we just end up blaming ourselves more or doubting the universe more or doubting the law of attraction more. And what's better when it comes to affirmations, for example, is, is I have, or I am experiencing now, right? It's, it's now. So it, it's not, you're, you're tricking yourself. It's not what is in the outside world, but you have to change your perception of the outside world. You have to change your perception of your life if you want this to truly work. So for example, one of the most important things that you can do Uh, to make the law of attraction work is to trick yourself into perceiving things that confirm what you want, the beliefs you want to confirm, which is I am wealthy, my finances are great, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because the way your subconscious works is that you have your subconscious beliefs, which we talked about. Let's say the subconscious beliefs is will always stay middle class with debt or something like that or i will always stay in this income range right you may not be fully aware of what that is maybe but it's likely something you know it's like what what was my parents life like a lot of times that's what it is right the community i grew up in why is it so difficult for people you know it's easy for um you know for for people that didn't grow up in poverty to uh to say oh these people should Pull themselves up by their bootstraps. It's one of the most maddening thing that I think people say. And and if you didn't grow up in poverty, you don't know what it's like. You don't know how that is just life. That's life for you and how unnatural it is to become different than the community you grew grew up in, to become different than the family that you grew up in, right? But one of the ways that we can trick ourselves and make this work is to consciously pay attention to the confirmations in the outside world that confirm what we're try- where we're trying to move towards, who we want to become. So if I want to become someone that is successful financially in my business, for example, I want to pay attention to those things that confirm that. I want to pay attention to all the things that I do have, the clothing I have, the books I have, the art that I have, the house that I have. I want to pay attention to my crystal collections. I want to pay attention to my electronics that are very good. I want to pay attention to uh, you know every time I, I'm I'm getting sales and I'm seeing those hundreds or thousands of dollars you know uh, invoices being paid on PayPal or whatever or Square. I want to pay attention to that. You have to pay attention more to the confirmation symbols that you want to see versus what you're used to seeing because what you're used to seeing if you're struggling with this is, oh, these people have more, you know, the comparison thing is so damaging. These people have more money than I instantly that that is giving you a confirmation that you're, you know, whether you want to say poor or, you know, not abundant or whatever it is, right? Or, you know, looking at sometimes um, constantly focusing on your financial situation as it is on paper if you're in a lot of debt it's it's not helpful from the the perspective of the law of attraction this doesn't mean to be stupid this doesn't mean to spend money that you don't have wildly to to confirm that for yourself but if you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt if you focus on that and worry about that every day you're going to just you're going to keep spinning Uh, When you know, as far as the law of attraction, and and never ever get out of that. If you can be okay with that, and just realize it's just numbers on a piece of paper, it's no big deal. Not pay as much attention to it to that. Pay attention to what is coming in, and be grateful for it. Whatever you're grateful for, you're going to create more of. So be grateful for those paychecks. Be grateful for those invoices that are being paid. Be grateful for you know whatever you can perceive as a miracle, whatever you can perceive as a financial miracle, whether it can be as simple as finding a $20 bill in an old jacket, or it can be something like, uh, you know, maybe you're, you're, you sold something that you never, you didn't even expect you would sell. You know, maybe you're, you're a big piece of art, you know, your most valuable piece of art. And wow, that's a miracle. It sold, right? Wow. Thank you. The more you can be grateful for, the more you can um, label things as miracles, label things as blessings, label things as, uh, as thank you universe. I am taking care of, I'm always taken care of, and this is easy. It's easy. And look at all this stuff around me. You know, the difference vibrationally between looking at the outside world and other people and the, the, the palaces and, and the the mansions and look what I don't have versus looking around you at look at what i do have look, look at this look at this beautiful buddha statue i mean how beautiful is this right what do i have and the more that you're that's giving your subconscious mind confirmation of what you want to which is i am abundant it is easy and natural for me to have wonderful nice things right so you have it, it is a process in a way of kind of tricking ourselves. We have to continually focus on what we want to focus on that's going to be helpful. Is focusing on this going to be helpful for me or not? Again, it doesn't mean ignoring things that are knocking at your door, bills you have to pay, et cetera. It doesn't mean stop paying bills. It just means not being stressed by bills. Okay. You know, the difference between getting your, your cable and internet and, and uh, you know, phone bill. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so expensive. How can I pay this fuck Spectrum, whatever, versus, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, no big deal, right? Actually, sometimes, you know, nowadays, 2023, putting things on auto pay, whether it's your credit cards, your Spectrum bill, your AT&T bill, whatever, it's actually vibrationally better for us because you're not, you know, in the old days, you'd have to open up the mail every time, be like, oh, fuck, $180, $300, whatever. Nowadays, it's just, you know. Let, let it be on auto pay, for example, right? Your credit cards, you can look at your credit cards and be like, oh, my God, my balance is if I add them all up, Jesus Christ. Or you can say, oh, look at my available balance on this card is $8,000 or $800 or whatever. And you're not going to use it, right? You're not going to be dumb and, and and spend what you don't have. But it's just like, oh, look at, look at all this available credit available credit. That's great, right? Again, what are you choosing to focus on? The symbols you're choosing to focus on, right? So the way that we reality hack, as I like to call it, the way that we uh, make the law of attraction work for us, yes, your thoughts are somewhat relevant, but not really that relevant. What's much more relevant are your words. What's more relevant than that is the story you tell. How are you describing your life? Your life is unfolding. The way that you're describing it. Think about those people in your life that are your confidants. For example, you know your sister, your mother, your 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 son, whatever. The people that you can say anything to, and they'll, they they they'll listen. They won't judge you. You know, hopefully you have someone like that in your life. And uh, how do you describe your life to them? Like, ask yourself this right now: Do you complain a lot? Are there Uh, When it comes to money, are you complaining about the government, about taxes, about how expensive gas is, about how expensive food is, about inflation, about, you know, politicians, about, um, uh, you know, anything that's money related? Are you complaining? And because that complaining just instantly puts you into that vibration of victimhood. And it's really hard to make the law of attraction work from that place. So much of making the law of attraction work is what are you not doing? Okay. This is more important than anything else. What are you not doing? If you can stop complaining, if you can stop speaking negatively about money, if you can make friends with money and stop hating it, if you can stop hating the government and taxes, okay. I'm not saying government and taxes are are like, you know, a great thing. It's just it is. It is. It is what it is. So accept it. It is reality. And it's and if you can, you know, I personally have fun paying my taxes because I'm a Virgo moon. I love math. So I have, I have fun doing my taxes because it's all math. I just love math. So for me, it's no big deal. I, I love accounting and you know doing my accounting for my, my business because it's math and I love math. I know not everyone loves math, but in whatever ways you can make accounting and bills and, and your taxes fun. And, and then it's, it's, it's not a weight. Anything financially that feels like a weight to you, there is a different way you could look at it. Trust me, there is a different way you could look at it that would be more vibrationally aligned with the law of attraction. So most of the law of attraction is what am I not doing anymore? And if you can, if you can stop the complaining and stop looking at things as a drag or a weight or a burden, et cetera, then that is a big step forward. Now, what is you ask me? What is the single most important factor if I were going to boil it down to one factor? Is something? Uh, this is getting to another level of things, but it's it's what your soul. Uh, knows is going to be helpful for you or not? Someone manifesting through the law of attraction, uh, like Susan said, this was fascinating. She said, "I know a guy who won two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, and Blue and drives a truck you paid a thousand for." That's such a perfect example of what I was talking about before about that phenomenon of of lottery winners that often manifest, right? Same sort of thing. Well. That's not going to happen. I always say nothing. Nothing happens without the permission of your of your soul. Nothing happens without the permission of your universe. If something is not supposed to happen, it's not going to. So if your soul sees a value in the lessons, in the lessons of, sure, go ahead and use your free will to manifest. But you haven't yet fully solved the deeper uh, issues within. Then you're going to see that dissolve. Okay, if your soul's if your soul knows this is the time, this is the time for. Uh, for abundance, for wealth, that's going to stick. It's going to. So, what we can do is we can push. Our free will factor, I believe, comes in the form of what routes do we take to where we're going, anyways? So, the way I look at it is is as if life and this this spiritual journey is a hike. It's like it's like a hike uh, a hike up a mountain, and ultimately, you're going to get to the top of the mountain. There's no guarantee you're going to get to the top of the mountain in this life. Maybe if you're really slow with the hike or you go too far off track, you might go to it in the next life. One way or another, eventually you're going to get there because this is the Ascension game. Through the In the context of that hike, there are thousands, millions of different trails that you can take up the mountain, but they're all going up the mountain. Some might go a little you know, more of the scenic route and you might take longer but they're all going up the mountain so your free will comes in in how quickly am i moving up the mountain how quickly am i overcoming those obstacles that come from childhood that come from my ancestors that come from my past lives am i taking the scenic route or am i taking the more direct route if you're ready to take the more direct route if you're sick of stalling that's your free will and i would encourage you to do that, to move out of neutral and into drive. And that's where the law of attraction becomes incredibly helpful and incredibly useful. You're never going to be able to manifest something that isn't a a possibility in your life plan, I believe. You're not going to manifest, if it's not in your life plan, uh, uh, I don't know, a, a $100 million yacht. Because I think for a lot of us, you know, awakening people there wouldn't be a whole lot of use for that ultimately right it would probably be more of a burden than anything maybe not i don't know at least for me it would i i wouldn't want that but if whatever you know it is that we want as long as it's a possibility it's a possible timeline it's a possibility in our life plan as long as our soul has we could say green lit it as a possibility i believe then it is possible, and our free will comes in. How directly do we move towards that, or again, are we stalling? Are we taking the scenic route? We're never actually moving backwards, but often we're basically just stalling. We're, we're spinning, so to speak, right?
0: So then the question comes: <laughs> How does our how do we know what our soul has greenlit for us?
1: That is a great question, right? <laughs> That is a wonderful question. There's many ways to go about that. I do my best to tell you that in readings. Um, I like to give people the what I see is the most likely future, but also what is I see as the highest possible future. I actually have a specific regression session as well that I sometimes do for people that is called um, the uh, the Future Self Progression. And it's actually, a, a instead of a regression, it's a progression, future self-progression into your future, but on your highest possible timeline. And I let people see that for themselves. I actually, in, uh, in the packages, so if you uh, purchase package B or C, you're going to get creating the 5DU where we actually do a mini future self-progression as a group on that call. So there are ways to tap into that. But just know that regardless, there is a huge variance there. You have a lot of wiggle room when it comes to abundance, you know, between, let's say, the lowest possible timeline of abundance and the highest possible timeline of abundance. For example, someone that is chosen as a soul, just remember, taking a step back, every single person I believe, and I'm very sure of it, has chosen the family that they're born into, what they look like, their astrology, you know, which is based on the time and the day they were born, that determines their personality, who their parents are, what their culture is, et cetera. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that someone, it, it seems so cruel on the surface but on a deeper level, there's a reason that a soul says, I want to be born to a wealthy family in Westchester County. That person is likely, unless they have a really kind of interesting life plan where they're they're supposed to go into drug addiction or whatever, and really, but likely there's this, you know, variance where, well, on the lowest timeline, when it comes to abundance, they're still going to be pretty well taken care of. <laughs> And on the highest, you know, they're even more, you know, even more money in the bank account versus let's say someone born in, in a you know a slum in in an African nation that's struggling financially, and it's not their fault, it's well going to the World Bank and all that, but you know, the it's been African countries have been cruelly impoverished. But on a soul level, okay, a soul is gonna say, All right, I want this experience. I want this experience of poverty and most likely someone growing up in that isn't even going to find the law of attraction. Yeah. And if they did, there still could be, you know, a, let's say like bump bumpers on a, on a, a bowling lane or, or guardrails where it's like, okay, at the maximum, we're going to be here. That's why what I, the term I use is your maximum financial abundance, your maximum possible abundance. Okay. It's silly to think that, um, you know, everyone is supposed to become a billionaire. There's only, you know, there's only a few thousand billionaires in the world, right? And and I would never want to become a billionaire. It may be of you do, you know, be an interesting experience. And that's okay if you do, but it may not be a potentiality in your life plan. What may be a potentiality is to be a millionaire, to be a multimillionaire. Absolutely. To be, you know, have hundreds of, who knows, Right. Maybe some of you you could be a billionaire, your your soul says. But there's gonna be this variance, there's gonna be this range that for some will be this huge range of poverty versus you know riches, and some it'll be a smaller range of like, all right, either way you're gonna be pretty wealthy, or likely either way you're gonna kind of keep in this range. But you wanna give yourself the benefit of the doubt. And if you believe that you are supposed to remain in poverty ask yourself why for some people it could actually be something your soul had planned because maybe your soul said all right we just came from a lifetime of wealth and we want to experience um we want to experience the opposite of that in this one we want to experience more poverty we want to we want to re and know what that's like now could that be true yes but could or could it be true that your soul says in this other life, you were given wealth. You were born into it. In this life, part of your lessons is in creating it on your own, stepping into it on your own, right? So it's going to be different for everyone. This is where getting, you know, a a a real a really good reading with myself or someone who's really good out there. And I, no offense to the community, I don't believe that everyone that has a YouTube channel or is on a telesummit is necessarily really good, but a lot of people are. And if you get a reading with someone that's really good, yeah, you're gonna be able to see some of the stuff. Even better, find it on your own. Find it on your own. Find it on your own through meditation. Find it on your own through a plant medicine ceremony. Find it on your own through a moment of clarity, a moment of connection with your guides, and you see, oh my God, yes, I came from that lifetime before this. No wonder, no wonder my life is like this. And, oh, my God, this is where I'm supposed to go. This is where I'm supposed to be. You know, I'll never forget a, a, a former friend of mine. This guy was a little bit nuts, but he was good at what he did. And uh, I laid down in his little apartment, and uh, he put me under hypnosis. This was like over 10 years ago. And uh, he you know, took me to who am I supposed to become? And I saw this vision of this guy with long hair. Mind you, at the time I had short hair, long hair. He was a little bit thinner than I am now, but I, I'll get there at some point. I uh, as I told you, I work a lot. I don't always have time, you know, enough time to focus on the physical, but I'm I'm trying, I'm getting there. And uh he was this version of me was on the top of a mountain. He had this, you know, uh walking stick, and and he was just oh just seeing how successfully how happy and become how great he felt. And then he was there, he, I was in front of a, a, a group of a hundred people, you know, um, having just gotten done leading some sort of seminar, you know, and at the time I wasn't really doing any of this work that the most, I was doing some tarot readings for people at a psychic shop, but I, I never, I, I never even thought of it becoming this, like my whole life, you know? And I'm not there yet. Have I spoken in front of a hundred people in person yet? No. Um, have I, you know, spoken in front of 10, 20, 30? Yeah, sure. So I'm getting there. Right. And I know it'll happen. And then I've had visions, you know, uh, after that of, of books, books, you know, doing sitting at book signings. Right. Uh, going on television with with, with a book have i written the book no have i had time no will i at some point yes when i don't know but i am 100 percent sure it will happen so think of those things in your life that you've just had insights into whether it was through hypnosis whether it was just through a moment of clarity you were in the shower or swimming in a lake or uh, someone uh, a, you had a, a great session with a psychic or an intuitive, and they told you it, and you knew it was true. Anything you hear from a psychic or intuitive, including myself, take it with a grain of salt. If it feels true, it's true. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. Set it aside. You may find out later it was true, and you just didn't want to accept it, or it, it they're wrong. And and you know, no one's one hundred percent, or rarely are people one hundred percent. But when however you get those insights. What are those things you just know inside are meant to happen for you? That's the that's a great indication into to answer your question. What is your soul having as that highest potential in your life, right? And and also the realization that the amount of money in your bank account, although the focus of this is a lot about money, ultimately uh, doesn't bring the, the satisfaction at all. You, you ask anyone, um, I I do have. Um, to one family member and another friend that are, you know, extremely, you know, multi, multi-millionaires. And they'll tell you money doesn't bring happiness at all. It, it A lot of times it brings just more, again, responsibility than anything, but they're willing to take on the responsibility and they take the good, you know, that comes with it, but it doesn't at all bring happiness. No millionaire will tell you that that money brought them happiness in the end. It's not about that. It's about uh, when it comes to law of attraction, let's think of it as the life, the me, the me I want to create, right? The maximum potential of me in this life. And that's what we want to work towards.
0: And money is a tool that we can use to create our life, but it doesn't, like you said, it does not bring you happiness necessarily, for sure. So I know that you wanted to share a step-by-step process as well today, right? Yeah. Engage with the forces of the universe to help bring us what we want. And again, bringing us what we want does not mean necessarily just money. It could be money. It could be other things. It could be better health. It could be a relationship. It could, right? It's not just about money in abundance
1: absolutely yeah so you want to do that now you want to uh raise raise the vibration raise the roof yeah let's do in the, it in this and this is and let's go um all right so let's have everyone as long as you're not driving uh or operating a forklift close your eyes if you are operating a forklift i commend you for multitasking but sit this one out and um take let's just start with some nice deep breathing Get yourself nice and settled, nice and relaxed. Just breathing deeply down into your belly. Just allow any thoughts, again, that narrator in your head. Let's disidentify it with it just for a few moments here. Let's just allow it to be. And allow the thoughts to move through you rather than becoming you. Just allow them to move right by and just sit and be awareness. Be conscious awareness, just observing those thoughts and letting them go right by. And first, let's just be self-aware and take stock of where we're at right now. Without any judgment from the outside world, imagine you're blocking out all of the voices, all of the opinions of everyone other than you. And that includes your friends, your family, your, your wife, your husband, your sister, your brother, everyone, block it all out just for a moment. Or you can even imagine you're taking a like a black Sharpie and just, just for a moment, just blocking everyone out. And it's just you, just sitting with yourself. Imagine maybe even a light, a white light shining from above and just illuminating you and no one else's opinion. You can hear in this moment, take stock of your life. What are you happy about? What are you satisfied about right now? And it could be the simplest things. You know, I, I, I think of the, just the amazing relationship, the love I have for my dog and the love that he gives me. I think of how grateful I am for my house that, that I'm living in and, and my garden and, and my town and, and, and my family. And I just think of those things, the, the things you're already grateful for and the things you would not want to change at all. And allow yourself to feel that um, the emotion of gratitude and appreciation for those things. And now think of the parts of your life that feel yet unfulfilled as if you are a, a canvas which has been 60 or 70 or 90% painted, but there's parts where you still just see the canvas and it it just feels like there's something that you're supposed to, or as a soul you want it, but it's not in your physical reality yet. And this is gonna be different for everyone. For some, it'll be a house, for some, it'll be a boat, for some, it'll be a, a relationship. For some, it'll be an experience of better health. For some, it'll be travel experiences. And it can be a lot of this stuff. Just take a moment and meditate. Meditate means to just think of. Think of those things that feel like they're yet unfulfilled. And I want you to now meditate on and evaluate what is the feeling, what is the emotion that you feel when you think of these things? If you feel sad, if you feel resentful, jealous, if you feel self-critical, if you feel unworthy, if you feel any of these, we could say negative emotions around this stuff that is yet to be filled in that canvas... Just acknowledge that. It's okay. Most people feel that way. It's okay. But what I want you to do is just put that aside for a moment, put as best you can, put those feelings aside for a moment. And I want you to create new feelings around these things. And I want you to focus your energy now on what it would feel like to have or to experience these things. So if it's a material thing, like a new house be in that house put yourself through visualization in that house and look around and see yourself hanging paintings or, or painting the walls or whatever it is you know you, you growing a garden if it's a relationship what does it feel like day to day having that person next to you sleeping with that person going on fun adventures with that person And then really start to amplify that feeling, amplify the joy, the fun, the feeling of I've made it, I'm so proud of myself, this is amazing, this is awesome, I want to shout to the world. And sit with that emotion now. Feel it emanate through your entire body. If it's a person, hold hands with them. If it's a boat, be steering the boat. If it's a plane, be flying the plane. recognize when the doubt comes up because it probably will you're feeling this good emotion but then is there a a doubt that says oh i can never have this i can never have this ask yourself why maybe you get an answer maybe you don't acknowledge that part of self that is doubting and say i hear you i respect you i love you i honor you i appreciate you and then go back to the positive emotional experience. It's already here, it's right now. Now I want you to take all of those positive emotional experiences and the visualizations of everything that you wanna fill in your life canvas with, and imagine you're condensing them down into one bubble. One bubble, maybe it's like a 3D painting or something. And condense into a bubble. And then what I want you to do is to shrink it down to the size of a sphere that's about six inches in diameter. And I want you to make seven copies of it. And I want you to put one copy in each of your seven main chakras. Starting with the crown, then to the third eye, to the throat, to the heart, to the solar, to the sacral, and to the root. And notice any subtle feelings of which shocker is most resisting and which chakras are easiest. Now imagine you're grounding your energy. Seeing You can see a cord from your sacral through your root all the way down into the earth, connecting in deeply. You can see roots from your feet, from your toes going down into the earth, connecting in. You can see yourself as a tree, which I love to do. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. and what i'd invite people to do before you forget if you have a you know a journal or something or notes app in your phone write down what were those doubts cuz that's where you know the work is and what were those doubts about was it i'm not worthy was it i'm afraid to have this because blank this would feel unsafe was it I don't believe that this is possible for me. It's possible for others, not for me. Would it is it? I feel like this would take too much work and too much energy and I'm tired and I don't even want to try. You know What is it? Because th- that's where you know the work is for you. That's the delta or the gap in where you need to do your law of attraction work if you want to create this.
0: Wow, that was awesome. Thank you. I was like so into the process that um I that you forgot so you were fun. operating
1: a forklift.
0: <laughs> it was so much fun. It's like, oh my goodness, this is uh I I could see the whole thing, you know. And when you said, you know, see what doubts come up whatever, it's like, oh yeah, something, but it's like, oh, it's okay. I got it. It's not a big deal, you know.
1: It, just, it, it, yeah, they're they're there. I, I kind of I, I felt like even myself. I feel yeah, they're there. I know, I know. There's those doubts, and I recognize them. And and it's just like okay, I it's all right. I, I acknowledge yeah. you. It's okay. Ultimately, the, those doubts, if we like distill them down energetically, there's one four letter word that they all have in common. It starts with an F and ends with an R, and it's mm-hmm. fear. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's ultimately, but the the visions and the, and the emotion, the positive emotional energy that we found ourselves in during the meditation, that's the opposite energy of fear, isn't it? It's, it's love, it's bliss, it's appreciation, it's gratitude. Right. And that's also a reminder of just, again, the more time, the more we acknowledge those energies in our everyday life. Right. And making it easy for ourselves, you know, why do I have beautiful art all around my home? Because that, that puts me in that vibration. Why, why do I live with my dog? Because he puts me in that vibration. Why do I have gardens? Because that puts me in that vibra- vibration. You know, none of this art is million, millions of dollars. These, these some of these are from uh, when I was traveling to other countries, some of them are from Goodwill, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to, you know, be expensive stuff. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's about what frequencies are putting you into, right?
0: Yeah, it's how it makes you feel, right? For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm just like, I feel like I need to stretch now. There was a lot of... Just so much energy during that process.
1: M- Manisha, um, I, I don't know if I'm saying your name correctly, but uh, or, or his or her or thing, but uh, said so thank you, Matthew. A beautiful process. I did not want to come back and open my eyes. Yeah, neither did I, neither did Alara, neither did any of us. But you know, uh, time keeps <laughs> moving. We got to do readings, and uh, yeah, um,
0: but that's the thing that that process gave, gave you a chance to visualize what you want to create, what you want to experience, and right?
1: if you and, do that every day or you, or even once a week or, or every full moon, or if you do that, repeat, I I always use the, the full moons as an opportunity to, uh, to do that. And it's great that we're doing that today. New moons as well, you know, Uh, just any, any time you can tap into that and, and keep reminding yourself. And then again, you have to always be acknowledging what are you creating already? What are you doing? What is working? The more you're acknowledging what is working, the more stuff will work easily. The more you're focusing on what what I don't have or what isn't working, et cetera, it's the opposite. So just looking at yourself today versus six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, even if you feel like you're not where you want to be, even if you feel like you've gotten off track, et cetera, I bet you, if you think about it, you can acknowledge that there are things that you've done really well and there are obstacles you've overcome, and there's things you just manifest and create in your life that are, are wonderful things and, and giving yourself credit for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it really truly is about looking at your life from the lens of appreciation, gratitude, yes. acknowledgement, yes. right? Uh, I know people don't want to hear just look at things from gratitude because they're sick of hearing that. But it truly is about appreciating- how to live life.
1: The gurus, you know, talking about the guru day, the gurus know that, right? And that's what they teach.
0: Absolutely. But it it works. It it changes your vibration. It changes your frequency. It changes your perspective.
1: It does. Um, And this is what is natural. You know, I'm someone that so much of my work is connecting with um, extraterrestrial beings. If you join my Ascending as One group, package B or C, you get a VIP membership. Package B, you get two months. So you start right now, July and August. Package C, you get three months. July, August, and September. Once a month on my VIP Ascending as One calls, I trans-channel a group of five Syrian extraterrestrial beings. And I'll, by the way, at my retreat, August 3rd through 6th, uh, in person, I'll be doing this as well. But on the Ascending as One calls, I transchannel channel the Syrians and they often discuss what it's like to be on their planet and how blissful it is all the time. And how they chuckle and laugh at the way that humans live their life and how unhappy we are all the time and how different it is. It is really only this planet, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's another one across the galaxy or whatever, but may only be this planet in this galaxy that where it's such a low density, such a low vibration, that we experience just this feeling of lack and a, that it also ends up you know manifesting in the physical world as literal poverty as well there's no such thing as starvation and poverty on these other planets that you know when people do my starseed sessions that they go to it's only here yeah true you know and it's because we're it, it's a product of the vibration the frequency we're at now we wanted to come here as, as souls of starseeds we wanted to experience that we wanted to see what that's like but we didn't want to get stuck in it. We didn't want to get, uh, you know, drawn into it so deeply that we forgot how to get out of it. And in the ascension process, the ascension happens through the physical vessel. The gurus know this as well, right? The Indian gurus, the, the, the awakening happens through the physical, right? And it, it's happening for those of you on this call in this life. For Alarna, it's in our current lifetimes, which is a magical thing. And if part of that is getting out of a generational or a past life uh, cycle of poverty, of literal like financial poverty, then that's very important for us in the context of our whole Ascension journey is to make sure that we do that. And the thing is, you know.
0: It is, a, it is available for us, but we do have to do a little bit of work sometimes, right? Whether A that- little
1: bit. A lot of times it's a lot of work. And that's one thing, by the way. <laughs> by the way, for example, a lot of people have dreams of being entrepreneurs. You and I are on, full-time entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in the new age industry. Uh, you know how much I work.
0: And, you and know I know how much work. you work.
1: And it's pretty <laughs> much all the time.
0: All the time. <laughs> yeah. and,
1: and And for most of us in this industry... That's like what the first five, 10 years, you know, or sometimes longer is. It's, it's that very few that are able to, you know, fast track that where they're able to, you know, financially speaking, not have to work so much. Most of us work way, way, way more than a nine to five job
0: yeah, and
1: way harder than a nine to five job. I was saying
0: earlier, Matthew, that the last show I did was Thursday and I did it while having a fever because it's like the show must go on. I didn't want to.
1: I respect that so much. I, I respect that so much. I'm the same way. I'm the same way where I'm a professional and this is my job. I don't care how much sleep I got or not. I don't care if I had time to fully shave or not. I'm doing the show.
0: But when I was in my government job, if I have a
3: fever, I'm not going to work. So
1: exactly. When, yeah. When you're working for something else, you use any anything you can to get a sick day, right? Any
3: excuse. Yeah. Right.
1: But yeah, work. And by the way, uh, Package C. If you're someone on this call that it has aspirations of working in this field, I created an entire three hour masterclass. Giving you all of my practical tips, things like marketing, okay, which is a huge barrier for a lot of people, especially the older generation that doesn't really get fully, you know, this whole new uh, way of of e commerce. Uh, I give so much value in that, and that's included in package C. It's called How to Be a Successful Spiritual Entrepreneur. So, in my packages, I'm going to give you all the tools. If you are someone, that is interested in getting into this or just launching uh, an entrepreneurship career in general. But you have to be prepared to work hard. And a lot of people, that will actually keep them away from it because you have more freedom sometimes actually working a nine-to-five.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, last year I was doing a lot of calls with a lot of people. And I think some people have the misconception that when you are working as a spiritual entrepreneur that you're not going to be working right you know, it's a complete much. uh
1: misperception
0: and I'm like I don't know about complete that and, you know, misperception. They just yeah. create a product and put it on a website and then and then that's it it's like no, um, <laughs> no. But
1: anyways,
0: it, it, it's, um, it's a
1: full-time thing or more
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly so I know since we're talking with the packages right now do you want to quickly take a, a few minutes yeah. and t- talk about the packages? Absolutely. And, then, and then we'll do readings I know you all are anxious for the readings we are going to do readings and just a few minutes so So i'm gonna share my screen One second. yeah share
1: it share it that'll be really helpful so what you're getting is you're getting entry into my ascending as one program which has become just more and more popular as people have found it which is how i know that i'm doing a great job with the ascending as one program and there's actually a couple names i i see on the the chat here that actually have been in ascending as one uh uh, for, for a few months at a time. And, and I know uh, many of them enjoyed it thoroughly. And you're getting entry into that. We, it's weekly group calls on Sundays. We start this Sunday, this Sunday, July 9th, we start with healing your feminine and mother wounds. So I, I want you to get in today if you can, because if you get in today, you're going to get started. I'm going to give you immediate access to the telegram group. In the Telegram group, we're posting every day. It's optional, but it's great, you know, as an uh, an addendum to uh, the live group calls. And you get to, if you do package B or C and you are getting the VIP tier, you can schedule your private reading with me right away. Package B, you get two private readings with me. Package C, you get three. You can ask me literally anything in these readings. Anything's on the table. You want to know where you're from in the stars. You want to ask me about the stuff we're talking about today. What are my past life blocks? What are my ancestral blocks when it comes to abundance, et cetera? And I work very quickly. I make sure that I answer all, as many questions as I can in those 20 minutes. I have availability as soon as this week. So get in today if you can, so you can get started. You can do the reading this week or next week for July, and you can be on the July 9th, this Sunday's call. And if you're watching this you know later in July, it's fine. You can get caught up on the recordings of the Ascending Is One calls you missed, July 9th is uh, healing uh, your mother and uh, feminine mother wounds. July 16th is dream interpretation. July 23rd is crystals 101. And July 30th, if you join uh, the BRC tier, uh, you get our grid lines and astro cartography plus the Syrian channeling call. So these are three hour calls. You don't have to join the whole call, you don't even have to join the calls. Uh, you Sometimes people want to just join for the private reading, which is fine. But they're really valuable, and I would recommend joining and taking advantage of it. I start by going over the astrology, the specific planetary configurations for every day for the week to come, and I give you a downloadable uh, document that has those uh, that all written out for you so you know how to plan your week around the, the, what the planets are doing, which really is like a hack. It helps you to hack into reality and know when it's a good time to make that call or when it's not a good time, right? And then after that, we do the topic for the week. I go through, I do some teaching, and then we do some healing. It's sometimes will be group meditations, energy healing, et cetera. We do group EFT tapping. I'm an EFT tapping practitioner. And then we finish off with Q and A and reading. So you can ask me anything you want to, and I'll do live readings for you on the call. And then, as I said, if you join that B or C tier, you also get uh, my private readings, two in package B, three in package C, one per month. Package C, uh, you're gonna get everything. I wanted to make these. These are actually the biggest packages I've ever offered on any platform anywhere. Package A, not only do you get two months in settings, one July and August, you get seven recorded masterclasses. And you can go all over, all, over all the masterclasses on this page. These masterclasses on their own are each sold for $33 a piece on my website. Okay, some more, some $44 a piece. And you're getting seven of those in package A, 14 of those in package B, and my whole library, 21 in Package C. I've never offered that before. Package C is the biggest, most robust package of my work I've ever offered on any platform. So take advantage of that. It's just 333 for Package C. Three months in the setting is one. That's 12 live group calls, 21 recorded calls. Some of them are as long as three hours on all sorts of different topics from how to move on completely from your ex to creating the 5D version of you, to awakening the divine masculine, to navigating the dark night of the soul, to um, how to uh, overcome, uh, you know, spiritual hygiene, how to overcome entities and, and and uh, you know, demonic sort of stuff. And whatever it is that you want to learn, intro to candle and moon magic, you know, one of the greatest hacks in the law of attraction is doing magical practices. Okay. You, you, you know, you wouldn't think me being a, a very experienced practitioner, if I can show you without burning myself here, I can show you, of course, I've got a little magic going for this call, right? So I'm going to teach you about how to do, you know, candle and moon magic in that one. If you want to, if you're an energy healer, you want to learn how to heal with colors. I teach you how to do that in in healing your colors. And there's so many other ones that we we don't have time to go over, but go to this page. You can read over everything you get. Again, package C has got all of my work my whole catalog 21 recorded webinars 3 months in a setting is one 12 call group calls and three private readings that's i think the best possible value you could get of anyone in, in the new age field there's two payment options available we make it super affordable if you can't do package C do package B it gets you two readings in two months you know and and if you're someone that your situation right now says you can only do package A that's great because you're still going to get to participate in ascending is as one and even if you don't get that private reading with me you can absolutely raise your hand at the end of the ascending is as one call and I'll do a reading for you in front of the group. So either way you're gonna win with these packages.
0: Absolutely. And I just want to say Matthew said that there's a payment plan available for all three of these packages. And if you're an inner circle member please use your inner circle member gift yeah. code. That is also going to help but that but yeah there's so much information so much wisdom so much teaching so much healing. So many different practices for you in all of these the master classes, but also in the um ascending as well membership. I really absolutely I, I really like that membership myself. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, there's so much that you do and share. It's like it's it's wonderful. And then of course the private readings with Matthew. If you can, I highly recommend it. I've had readings with Matthew in the past. Um myself, I've worked with him and you know, spot on, like spot on, very oh, helpful. Thank you. And, I think you mentioned, Matthew, about the uh, the spiritual business one. And Matthew has shared with me quite a few tips that I have actually um, implemented in my business as well. And I've yep. seen a difference. So <laughs> and,
1: doing, yeah, and I, I was so excited, you know, to see after we had that call you know, in, in the weeks and months fall, I saw a lot of the changes you made were some of the stuff that I mentioned. I was like, oh, exactly. that's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I'm exactly. so happy so,
1: to hear that it worked. Like that's yeah. really more important than you just, you know, taking some of that advice, like that it worked. That's that amazing to hear. That's so very
0: yeah. helpful. So thank that's you That's amazing that. to hear. <laughs> so again, all these three packages are available for you. Um, yeah, the first Ascending is One membership call is on Sunday, like, mm-hmm. like Matthew said. So please do try and... Um, purchase as soon as you get can, in today so if you can all the information right yeah as away.
1: soon as you, as soon as you jump in you get access to the telegram group and again i'm we're posting in there every day the, the great thing about the telegram group and it's optional but it's great because we're motivating each other as a group in between each call and people are making friends that's the other great thing about ascending is one i've had so many people that have made friends from around the world a lot of people you know you don't have an in-person social group that uh, you know you, you can meet and talk about spiritual matters. So having a an online group like this and having that telegram group where every day you can talk with your new sounding As One friends uh, is really fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Karen, please email me separately and we can discuss that, okay? Alara at alara.at, okay? Or just at, respond to any one of my emails that, that will get you there, okay? All right, well, I know people are anxious to- yeah. um, do some ratings. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna start off with Tanya. Tanya has a. I know she actually. She might have typed in the chat as well, but uh, she raised her hand. Go ahead, Tanya.
4: Hello, Masik. Hello, Alara.
1: Hello. Where are you? Where are you calling from? Have we talked before?
4: Yes, we have one I question. thought I
1: recognized your name. <laughs> yeah.
4: So I go. From it, it's a rose
1: quartz, to- by the way. I saw you asked me rose what course. that is. Is it yeah. the
4: one that kind of protects or heals?
1: No, it, it, it's it opens the heart, it attracts abundance oh, really? and love and success and all good things. Yeah. Oh
4: good to know. Thank you.
1: Crystals 101 coming up if you join A, B, or C, July 23rd. I'm doing a whole class on crystals. I'm gonna wow. I have a huge crystal collection. I'm such a crystal nerd. I mean, here's like this one, and here's this one. By the way, I hope everyone put your crystals out under the full moon last night. Uh, the super moon. Hey, look at this rose quartz. Imagine if I wore this on my chest, right? But um, if you didn't, don't worry tonight, you know, it's not too late. Put your crystals out under the full moon, make sure they okay. get that full moon energy. But crystals one one, I'm going to go over all sorts of different common crystals and their properties, Uh, how to know, you know, when you go to a crystal shop, you know, what, what to look for based on what you're trying to do in your life, what you're trying to heal, and also how to take care of your crystals, because crystals are they're conscious beings and, and you know, we can work with them very consciously. The Syrians, they talk about a lot in some of the channelings about how they work with crystals and I'm a Syrian star suit, so I love it. So, yeah, thank you for mentioning crystals.
4: <laughs> thank you for explanation. So my question is, like, I usually go from one side to another. Either I overspend or then I start economizing and worry, worrying about money.
5: Yeah. And I
4: understand neither of this is good. And now, like, I'm going to move house soon, and I realize that I have too many things that are, like, I'm overcrowded, and I understand that if I go in a smaller house, I have to kind of give away a lot of stuff, you know? This is a great
1: example. Let me just pause you for a second, because I'm already feeling into it. This is a great example of what we were talking about on this call, about how it's different for everyone and about how it really boils down to what is in your soul's plan for this life as to how you relate to abundance and manifestation all that for you you're coming from a, a past life where which is important here where you had a lot because you were really you know born into wealth and you basically lived in a palace and all this stuff and it's in in this life part of the lesson is in um, it's natural to spend and buy things and buy nice things and be surrounded by nice things. But part of the lesson this life is actually, it's about moving to the other side and moving to the deeper spiritual dimension of things. It's like in astrology, that Taurus Scorpio polarity where you're used to that Taurus energy. And in this life, you're moving towards more towards that Scorpio spiritual and Scorpio is about letting go. It's a death card in the tarot. It's Pluto. So for you, actually learning to let go of possessions and actually become more of a minimalist and then finding that abundance frequency through experiences rather than things. So things like travel or new experiences in life and people versus actual material things. That's the shift that your soul is creating in this life. So if you're feeling that desire to downsize, that's actually the perfect direction. That's what your soul wants you to do.
4: I'm feeling, but it's yeah. not easy for me. I love traveling and I love experiencing. And yeah. I know myself if I have too much money, I feel so compl- how you call it complicit that I yeah. don't create as much yeah. as uh, when I have normal amount of money. So maybe yeah. it is it, like a way of universe to
1: put exactly. Me my... And the and the other thing is is about giving. How does it feel when you give, whether I it's a thing? or or actual money. And that's part of, again, what you're meant, you know, some of us are meant to, we didn't talk about this, but some of us are meant to come into certain amount of wealth, whether it's given to us or what's created, because we're actually supposed to give a lot of it away to help others. Not all of us are, are meant to do that, you know, the philanthropic route, but some of us are. And that may be part of what your soul wrote in for you
4: thank you so much so again it's just just to
1: simplify it what makes me feel best what makes my heart sing and i would imagine that it's the experiences it's the people it's the travel yes yeah so that's your abundance so it it, and this is great for everyone to realize it's not about the numbers in your bank account that's just one aspect in order to
4: travel the world i need to buy tickets you know and then I think how I can travel the world without the money I know now I can open YouTube channel and see any country I understand it. it's kind of now everything for you <laughs> all right
1: let me simplify it let me simplify it for you the the way you're that it's probably gonna work for you is you're gonna earn and then you're gonna travel and spend and then you earn again and travel and spend and earn again but that's how it's meant to be it, it's not it's not you're doing anything wrong it's what was in your, your life plan. The only, I guess, adjustment I would make is the way that you're looking at it and to realize that no matter what, you're always taken care of by the universe, no matter what, and and that you're safe in that because that's how your soul wrote out your life. So you're actually right where you need to be with this stuff. So focus your law of attraction work on the experiences you want to have and the places you want to go, and the money will then follow like that rather than focusing on the money itself.
4: Got it. Thank you so much, Matthew. You're That's welcome. Awesome.
1: And, and that, you know, what, what I told Tanya, that was her. Yeah. That's not going to be the, how it is for everyone on this call. For some yeah. people, it might be the opposite.
0: And so, of Thank course, you. Tanya, that was just a short, brief reading, if you want to work more with Yeah, Tanya. that was,
1: what, two minutes? I gave her all that in two minutes, thinking how much I can do in 20, right?
0: Exactly. So look Thinking at how, how much I can do in three hours on the group call. Reading. Yeah. Okay. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Good.
4: All
1: right, Susan. Susan Boyce? Susan, I know well.
3: Hello, Matthew. Hi. My question is, um, will I soon be generating financial abundance in my life?
2: Um, Just give me a second. I just want to feel into how I want to answer this.
1: because we've talked before we've done, we've done some work around all this stuff in your life. And it, it, the question itself implies that I'm either stuck or I'm always waiting, 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 Right. And I just, I want to re-encourage you to put your energy and your attention into, no, this is, I am creating this now. I'm creating this now. This is happening for me now i'm not waiting this is happening now we're doing this we're making this move we're generating this new income the answer is for you it's it's unlockable at any point you just we talked about this a little bit privately but there's just this uh part of your subconscious that wants to just spin and keep you stuck in having a, a having problems to solve rather than moving forward into the creating, the creating, the generating. You just acknowledging that part and keep moving forward into the generating and the creating. And yes, the the answer to that question is yes, but you have to create that. You have to generate it by putting your frequency into I'm generating this now versus I'm hoping or I'm working towards the future. No, I'm generating this now. And then that, that vibration then allows you to have the opportunities to do so. All right.
5: All right. So, just doing affirmations and just trying to manage. Oh them. yeah, the
1: the practical side of things. Yes. For um, even better, even better uh, for you than affirmations. And and you know, I should mention this for everybody. Uh, subliminals. Okay. For you, those are going to work really, really good, uh, Susan. So, uh, amazingly, you know, it's twenty twenty three, almost twenty twenty four, and you know, YouTube has just Tens of thousands of free subliminals for everything wealth, success, etc. Um, you know, healing, physical healing, okay. and uh, for you, especially for people that uh sometimes are their own, like the lit song, you know, own worst enemy. Uh, a lot of you are older than me and probably don't even know what song I'm talking about, but um, <laughs> a lot of us are our own worst enemy in the way that we think and we talk about, which we talked about earlier, and for those of us that struggle with that, or we tend to start things and then quit a week later, like an affirmation thing or a, you know, a, 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 a what's the word when you're uh, scripting, scripting journal, right? Uh-huh. Which I would recommend for everyone as well, where you are writing uh, as if you're writing a journal entry, but you, you do, okay, January 1st, 2024. Oh my God, I love this new house that I'm in. This, and Susan, you should do this anyways. I love this new house. I'm in. This is so cool. Wow, this is awesome. Oh my God, my friends are over. This is so much fun. I feel great. Et cetera, et cetera. There's a couple of fun things you can do with that. You can put that in an envelope and actually uh, write it to yourself. Like if you want to move, write it to yourself at the new address. Or, you know, if you don't know the address, say, you know, my new house or whatever. You know, seal it up and put it in your drawer and then open it up, you know, or uh, you know, when the time comes and see how you did, or you can just put it. On your uh, wall or in your bedroom, and read it every day. But or you can just have a journal, like a scripting journal, where just every day or every week you're writing as if the future's already manifested. Because this goes into the you know refining our storytelling, the way that we t- we talk about our lives. But subliminals for people that are sometimes our own worst enemy with the way that we think, we uh, can really benefit from subliminals because goes straight into the subconscious mind so there's so many free ones on on youtube just look up like uh uh you know success uh subliminals or manifestation or law of attraction or or wealth or whatever
5: okay that sounds good and i've got i've already have two vision boards too so yeah
1: vision boards are great um just make sure they don't get stagnant that's one thing i see people doing maybe not great with vision boards Uh, if it becomes stagnant where it's like, oh yeah, that's my vision board. But then you get set in this subconscious pattern of like, yeah, that's the vision board, but it's not reality. So the best thing to do if you have vision boards is to update them like every month where, so put new, like, you know, some people used to do the magazine clippings. Now people print stuff out or whatever, however you do it, or or even draw stuff like, or, or, you know, write stuff or book one, just update it, keep updating it.
5: Okay, I haven't been doing that, so that sounds like a good idea.
1: Yeah, and for everyone, yeah, yeah. Thank awesome. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Susan. All
0: right, we're gonna go to Cindy. Cindy, Cindy White, are you here? I'm here.
6: <laughs> Hi there. I'm sorry. Hello. It's okay. Hi.
1: Hello.
6: Hello. Hi, I've got a loud dog. I think I better go outside because oh,
0: the park.
1: <laughs> dogs are my favorite part of life, so it's totally fine
0: i
6: can't hear your dog it's okay okay here i am hello hi there so this is my first time speaking with matthew it's a pleasure to meet you yes and i'm just wondering if you can tell me um if i had any blockages from my past life time with relationships
1: relationships relationships are you talking about romantic relationships
6: Yes, with partners.
1: Okay, with partners. My husband, husband's. Okay, okay. yeah. Uh, let me feel into that. So what's affecting you most right now? It, it To me, it's an energy of betrayal. Um, as if uh, in other lifetimes, you had gotten into uh, partnerships, especially like in a lifetime where uh, you were in whatever social cast where, you know, it was like, uh, you know, a bourgeoisie sort of social caste where you had money uh, and it, this trust, this element of like um, trust, betrayed, betrayed, backstabbed, etc. cetera. And so it could be that you ended up drawing that sort of situation yourself again in this lifetime where you were somehow like betrayed or backstabbed, or it could be that because that's so prevalent in your unconscious mind and seeping up to the higher levels of mind, that you may find ways, whether you know it or not, to push away the potential of healthy trusting relationships because of that history of being, like, betrayed. Does that make sense?
3: Uh,
6: Yes, it does make sense. Um, Interesting. So was that, like, a pattern of one lifetime or more than one lifetime? It's a
1: pattern for, for me. I pick up that there were two lifetimes where it was really damaging where it was basically you you lost everything you had invested your entire life as as a woman in both those lives into a, a man and, and and uh one of those is an arranged marriage and the other one it was actually not arranged it was a culture where you could choose your your husband and oh. uh, or your husband would choose you and um but both times you ended up they they basically took everything from you emotionally and uh, they, they took some of your family's wealth and uh, and just ran off with it. And it was devastating. Um, and there's just this, this whole thing, this this like, hurdle in this life of overcoming this natural, maybe subtle inclination of like, can I trust, blank, can I trust? Can I trust? do they actually love me or, or is it ulterior motives or are, can I trust them to not betray me or go off on me, you know, with someone else or whatever it is. It's just, it's my sense at least.
6: That's very interesting. Ironically, my grandmother on my paternal side, she had an arranged marriage and it wound Ah, up in a divorce. Didn't work.
1: Very interesting. And that just to, to, you know, shed some insight for everybody the way it works is usually these things that in other lifetimes we experience. Oftentimes, if we're able to actually look back through our own fam- our physical ancestral family's history, we'll find the same sort of things happen in some form. So that's very interesting, and that can be an indication. Like you can also look the other way. Okay, what was what did my grandmother, my great grandmother? If I knew, if I know, like what did they go through? and you may have gone through something similar in a past life especially if it's something that you feel emotionally reactive or attached to like oh my god what an awful experience or it makes you angry or whatever probably happened to you
6: very interesting can Isn't you yeah. elaborate where you saw the lifetime where the arranged marriage where it took place
1: yeah
2: uh let's see It's in the
1: it's in the the Middle East. Um, I don't know if it's India. I know India's not technically in the Middle East, but it's in I think Persia. Um,
6: Could it have been Sicily?
1: In Sicily.
6: That's where my grandmother was from in her arranged no, marriage.
1: I don't see that in, that it was in Sicily, but I do see that the other lifetime where it was like uh It wasn't arranged, but it was a similar theme, was also in that South Mediterranean region. uh okay. But the one that was arranged was like, again, it feels very Persian to me. This could have been like ancient, you know, like Sumerian, even, but it was Persian.
6: Thank you. That's so interesting. So I guess one more question I have How can I correct? This uh yeah, that's that's future, the most important question, right? In this lifetime, how can right. I are, are you
1: are you're not with anyone now?
6: Yes, I am married. You, now, you
1: are so with someone. So five
6: years. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: All right. How does how is this uh, you know, and we can't go too deep obviously now, but how is this sort of theme of trust manifested in
6: uh we do have trust? I guess we just have different ideas of how things should work i don't know it's just kind of like a detached marriage i guess that's the best if, way to if the
1: marriage it. you know this is something that we should do a private session to go deeply into so please you know get package b or c but um just briefly if it's if you're in the soul contract you guys are supposed to continue then the lessons that relate to all this has to do with your voice being more we could say loud or important in the context of the relationship and having more of a say in the direction of the relationship and uh, the direction you guys are going. If your souls have decided that the soul contract is supposed to move into a separation, that will be the lesson. That'll be the lesson. The lesson will be in, in uh, you having the courage and um, the self-confidence to do that and to draw in a, potential other partner you'd written into your life plan that would be of a different frequency and be supportive of the next stage of your, your journey. So it's giving yourself and, and being who you've always been to the, the, your husband versus becoming the more enlightened, and more spiritually grown version of you in the context of the relationship or Moving on, and then you know, drawing in the potential next partner again. I would highly recommend let's do a, a private session to go deeper on this.
6: Thank you, we will do. You're I'm welcome. very interested in having a package and a session. Yeah, be yeah, your C,
1: Make sure you do be your C, Yep,
6: will do. Thank you so much. Many blessings. blessings yeah, to you
0: all. wonderful. Thank you, Cindy.
6: Thank you. You're welcome.
0: All right, we're going to go to Karen M. Karen
1: M. Karen, Karen M. We've we've talked many times before, <laughs> but hello. You
0: have to unmute Karen.
1: Um, and we should uh, you know, if if we have time uh, after Karen, maybe we can go to one more person that hasn't had a reading with me before. I think that would be a good idea. Also, there was a Telegram question I want to a- answer. If okay. That's okay. Hi hello, Karen.
5: Karen. Hi. I How are you? you? <laughs> I missed the class. All right, well come back. Get get yourself yeah. more packages. I didn't get VIPs or readings last time. I know. I wanna include that. I want I'm looking at package. Yeah If I can swing it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: But I mean I put you on credit card last time, but I wanted to be in the class. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. My question is kind of um like I'm not trying to put you on the spot to ask, you know, when I'm gonna die type of thing, but my problem is quite severe health issues, like I have fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue 24-7, and I'm on medication for that. So it keeps me kind of at blah a lot of times. I really want to be working on so many things. I've always had so many interests. And, you know, I want to keep my spiritual path growing so often, you know, the fatigue, I even set alarms every day, you know, you know, meditate, grateful journal, and I snooze them and I'm shutting them off because of the fatigue. But my question kind of is, um, am I running out of time to accomplish
1: what no. I no. want? No, you're you're not running out of time, and like, uh, I don't just,
5: want a quick turnaround. And like, no. oh God. all right, all right just
1: to, okay. Just just because we're running out of time in the show, just briefly, and because I know a little bit about your story, um, and I I know it. It's difficult, very difficult, and and I acknowledge that. Uh, the one like piece of wisdom that I'll leave you with on today's call, and then let's do package B if you can, and we'll go deeper when we have our private sessions, but for you and everyone is you have to take what you have in front of you as what you're meant to work with. Meaning your soul has not made a mistake in the situation that you're in right now. The situation you're in right now is not a mistake. This is what is meant to be for some reason, for many reasons. What can I do with this? And it's just looking towards slow, steady progress slow steady turnaround into that future but if you have this fear hanging over you of i'm going to die or i'm running out of time that prevents that possibility acknowledge that fear acknowledge that a part of you might think about this or or obsess about this and it's okay you know it's like it's like having a you know a child or a, a kitty cat within you that is afraid and it's okay. It's okay, honey. It's okay. I know you're afraid. It's okay. It's okay. I know this part of me is afraid. But I'm choosing the path of light. I'm choosing the path of hope, of uh being as positive I can as I can about my situation and realizing that my situation is not a mistake. It's not my fault, but it's not a mistake either. It's a challenge that I'm meant to work with, that I'm meant to, my soul wants me to work through this in order to learn what I am supposed to learn in this life. All right. And let's go, okay. let's go uh, further uh, with that and some private calls. Okay.
5: Yes. Okay. Thank you.
0: All right. Um, you're, oh, you're, Alara, can I email me? Okay. E- e- message me or email me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I
1: yeah. promised uh, someone in, in the uh, TACS uh, telegram group. I was right. going to answer the questions. questions. Okay. Yeah. Go
2: ahead.
1: Okay. So uh you e- Emer, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly or not, E-M-E-R, mm-hmm. that, that uh, someone told me that a spell was cast on me and uh, let's see, what did they write? Someone told me that a spell was cast on me, preventing me from, you know, creating... Someone told me that a spell was cast on me, blocking me from having money and living my purpose, and I'm stuck in both. Okay. I just want to address that for people because, first of all, there are many um, scammy scammers out there in the new age industry uh it's always been a thing even before the internet that there's some unscrupulous psychics or people claim to be psychics that just whatever problem you have they tell you that you're cursed and you need to pay them uh, money to remove the curse And then usually what they do is they tell you that oh no you know the, the forces of evil the demons are too powerful i need more money and and, and they just keep taking your money so sometimes If people tell you that you got to be careful of the source um is it a possibility that you can have a hex that is preventing uh abundance yes uh it's not all that common though it is more common that it's a matter of your life plan it's a matter of what uh your soul is trying to get you to learn but there is a thing where sometimes you could you could have had a hex placed on your family you could have had a hex place on uh, you in another life that even carried into this life, um, but it's it's more the exception rather than the rule. And if that's the case, there's always ways to remove hexes like that, okay? Uh, for Emer, I do not feel that there's actually any sort of spell on you, okay?
2: Awesome,
0: thank you. All right, just have to do my, oh, you can't do anything, okay. my mom was down here doing stuff i was like oh Oh, okay all right so um yeah so it's interesting it's it's also like what you believe right because if you have the belief that you're cursed well well
1: okay it's not that simple because sometimes there are curses that are pretty powerful and Hexes that are pretty powerful, and whether you believe in them or not, they're still affecting you. Magic, you know, I'm, I'm a witch. Magic is very real, and black magic is very real. And it does, if someone actually put a, a, a curse on you, it's going to cause you a lot of problems, and you should remove the curse. But what I was saying is a lot of times people just trying to take your money will tell you that you're cursed so they can take your money and you're not actually cursed, and that's what I... Uh, but to, to your point, if you did have something like that to deal with, you don't want to give it uh, more power than it needs to. And you would basically just want to ignore it as much as possible and then remove it. And there's too complex for this call to go into like how to yeah, remove it, I but agree. people can always yeah. reach out to me. I know about that stuff. I agree. Um, totally. I don't know what our time is, but I just want to mention the retreat and I would love if i know not give do. time to give one more two minute reading, but to someone that hasn't talked to me before you know uh, uh, what would, about cc i don't I think, think cc has cc uh i think she has uh no, I
3: haven't. I you have, have it's
1: see a see different cc that's why sorry okay <laughs> different okay. cc i've
3: seen you on shows okay yeah okay
1: all right okay and good I'm perfect sure. Let, let's we'll finish off with you
3: i i appreciate the information you have the some girls. never heard of that and um updating my vision it. Good. You get good. A lot of great information. Please tell me where I'm from. I know I'm not from. Oh, okay, it's great, great question. Years. Sure. Yeah, why not?
1: This will be a fun way I'm to
3: I'm so lost, Mr. This will be a fun way to end the
1: call. Okay, perfect. Um Ooh, yeah, all right, I'm picking up some. I just wanna see if there's any other places. So the strongest, 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 strongest is is, is the Pleiades. You, you came here from the Pleiades, which is often why you might be so empathic, so sensitive, have so much trouble handling emotions and other people's junk, and you might take it on so easily. And it's also why you're so good at nurturing, why you're so nice to animals and the earth and and people in general, and that you know real divine feminine energy. And it is also you, you your That's soul and, and right your doggy right <laughs> and your soul your soul had these lifetimes in Orion's belt as well that were really interesting because you were right in the midst of the Orion Wars and seeing your people get you know the the, the cities and land destroyed and trying to to uh, be a voice of reason when many were. Um, sinking into like this desire for revenge against the dark beings. And so yeah, and um my advice is to uh uh join ascending is one because you know the Syrian calls I think are going to be powerful for you. And uh you know you can also consider uh doing a starseed discovery session with me so you can take a, a an astral journey to uh to your, your Pleiadian uh origins and to your Orion origins.
3: That's what I was actually thinking
2: about.
3: Yeah. Nice
1: yeah. Yeah, it would be great for you. Yeah.
3: But even your eyes are telling me about it. You know? It's yeah. It's very easy yeah. you know, would be, would telling about it? Now, have you a package of the best ones today? Would, it, would I be better off with the second or the third one?
1: Uh, the packages? I would, yeah, okay. I would go with B or C, yeah. Um, C is going to, uh, you know, get you September. So if you can do C, I would go with that. But, you know, w- whatever is practical for you. If, if, uh, if B is better for your situation, go with that. But I B or C for sure. Prior, yeah, prior thank yeah
3: you so exactly.
1: Much. Exactly.
3: Thank you
1: for uh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you for joining. And, uh, you know, by the way, for anyone that uh, either is in the Northeast or anyone that is uh, just loves to travel. August 3rd through 6th, at Light on the Hill, one of the premier retreat facilities in the entire Northeast, we're having a four-day, uh, three-night meeting of souls that is led by me, and we will be doing a lot of connection with all sorts of different extraterrestrial races, including the Pleiadians, including the Syrians, the Orion beings, the Arcturians, the Yayel, the Blue Avians, and different Andromedan beings, I am mean, be tr- trans-channeling all day long, uh, many different beings doing shamanic work. Uh, the land is just filled with vortexes and it's near a major ley line. There's waterfalls, there's ponds, there's all these magical trails where there's fairies and there's spirits. It's ancient Haudenosaunee uh, indigenous land and everything's included, all of your vegetarian meals, vegan, gluten-free, no extra charge, your accommodations, beautiful accommodations, overlooking the mountains. So go to my uh, website if you want information on the retreat. And uh, it's coming up in a couple of weeks, so August 3rd through 6th. So it's not too late. I have rooms available. Uh, It's easy driving distance from from Buffalo, from Boston, from New York City, from Philadelphia, from Pittsburgh, from Cleveland, from Columbus. And if you're, uh, you know, from not in the Northeast and you want to fly up, I make it super easy from you. I'll pick you up from the airport. Uh, We have vans bringing people down from the airport to the retreat center and back. So I'll arrange all the travel for you. So uh, just get a hold of me if you're interested in that Lionsgate retreat.
0: Awesome. And if I was going to still be here, I would have attended. But I Yeah, I, attended. I wanted
1: you to come, but yeah. I understand. You know, I understand.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving on July 31st to go back. Okay. And I have to go back. Yeah,
1: I'm, no, I understand. I understand.
0: Yeah, but I, it looks so interesting and I'm sure it's going to be so, so powerful. Yes. Um So I, I would highly recommend if anybody can go. You know yeah it, it, how much fun is that going to be and yeah. how many different activations is yes going to be right so yes much and it, it's an immersion basketball.
1: it's an immersion yeah so, immersion yeah. with okay. me and and everyone that i work with you know the yeah. the ets <laughs> and and the spirits and angels yeah so um uh
0: i know we have to go but uh just really quickly if you are interested in the packages working with matthew packages a b and c are available there are payment plans available, and of course, please do use your Inner Circle gift code. Yeah. Um, because you know, like I said, I I quite admire his membership. I think it's wonderful. He gives a lot. He shares a lot. He teaches a lot. He he, he does readings in the um the webinars that he does. Yes. Right? The, yeah, the yeah on the live calls, calls as well. I always make
1: room to do uh you know readings in front of the group, but you know the the private if you do B or C the private readings we have much longer, you know, the group calls, it's like this, you get two or three minutes with me, the yeah. private readings get a full 20 minutes. If, it, you know, if, if people if we need 25, I'm not stingy with time. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's very in depth, and I do work quickly. So I can answer a whole bunch of questions. And then, you know, with uh, B or C, you're getting two or three. So if you can't get all your questions answered in the first call, you've got one or two more coming up.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of value and I know that the Telegram group, I'm in it, but yeah. it is it it is a really active, engaged yes. yep. group. Yep. So there's a lot of um you know help there too, lots yes. of support there too. Yep. So please do take advantage of yeah. the get packages. started today.
1: Get started today if you can. Yep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So thank you. And thank you everybody for all your questions comments feedback i'm so glad that some of you got a chance to work with with matthew as you saw he's spot on gives great wisdom great thank information you. great guidance and those past life readings you know like so so quick yeah so, yeah there's so much more available for you in the, all of the packages and the and the readings. so please do take advantage of them and thank you again matthew it's always so much fun having yeah. you on the show <laughs> oh i
1: i love being on as you know I'm always happy to come on anytime you want me. I love being here. So thank and you. And that
0: wonderful process that you did, you know, that, you know, that you can do that again on the, on the video or, the, yeah. you know, audio replay, please do watch again. Again, so much wisdom, but do that more and more. Do and more, it. And more get, just get the
1: essence of it. It's very simple. If you, if you think about what I led you through, I led you through just getting relaxed, acknowledging what you have now and being grateful for it. Than just seeing what is still yet manifest. It's not what you don't have. It's just what hasn't yet fully materialized into the three D. And you're creating it now through the magic of your third eye, through the magic of visualization. We are co-creators. When you're on, uh, when you come from, you know, the planets you come from, whether they're Syrian realms or Pleiadian realms or whatever, it's instant manifestation. You think of something and instantly you've created it. Yeah. In on Earth there's it takes a little bit longer and it takes more time and a lot of times there's a lot more inner psychological and energetic obstacles that we have to move through but really if we distill it down it's relatively simple it's having it now you whatever you want you have to experience it now accept the responsibilities of having it now okay and think about that sometimes we might not even acknowledge Again, that house, that boat, that relationship, are we willing to accept the responsibilities that come along with that? If you are, great. It's about believing that it is here now, it's happening, it's already manifest. And the more you bring yourself back to that experience of it, again, whether it's every full moon or once a week or even better, every morning when you wake up, instead of looking at your phone and looking at all the crappy news out there, go into yourself and go into meditation and feel yourself in that highest possible future that's gonna fast track it. And then again look for the confirmations and look for those synchronicities, the angel numbers, the feathers from your spirit guides, your loved ones on the other side. encourage you encouraging you along, letting you know that you're on the right track that everything's okay. And what you do have, all of this that I already do have, I'm so grateful for. I'm already so abundant. I'm already so successful. I'm just adding cherries on top of the sundae. That's it.
0: Oh, I love that. Just adding cherries on top of the sundae. I love that. Yeah, that's powerful. So please do, you know, listen to this again, take advantage of it, start implementing some of this stuff and see how your life starts to change. And again, like I said, I've worked with Matthew myself many times, so I encourage you to work with him as well if you can, okay? So, awesome. Thank you, Matthew, and thank you, everyone. Thank you. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always, and for those of you celebrating Fourth of July tomorrow, happy celebrating.
1: Happy Independence Day,
0: yep. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye for now.